You are tuned in with Reverend and Goodwill Ambassador Art Wilson. We started laying hands on people and the Spirit of God flooded into that place and God did incredible things. Each week, you are invited behind the scenes to be a part of exclusive and unique topics about world news, biblical finds, and religious events. Here's your host, Art Wilson. Praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Art Wilson, and I am the pastor of the International Church of Metro Detroit. And I want to thank Bishop Bernard and the Selection Committee for giving me this opportunity to speak today. And I want to welcome all of you to my session. My topic this year is Prophetic Things and America. Prophetic Things and America. Now, for the sake of time, there's so many things I can cover, but for the sake of time, I want to spend most of my discussion on the prophetic calling of America. The prophetic calling of America. Now, we're privileged to be in the generation of unbelievable times. In every way, we are seeing the signs that we are indeed in the end times. Uh, Dealing with America. Uh, The state of current America is this. We are at a crossroads. There are so many things happening around us prophetically. Uh, End time is all around us. The the last 30 years, we have seen the spiral downward morally of our world, but especially America. America scarcely resembles the basic morality and moral judgment of its roots. America's right now in an associated war with Russia through the Ukraine as its base. America is facing a currency meltdown at the hands of an organized group they call BRICS, which is an acronym for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Uh, Saudi Arabia has become the, the currency game changer on the global stage and on and on. It is going with just current events. But we are talking about the prophetic calling of America. Since COVID, we are hearing constant talk of a reset, uh, which is directly tied to the discussion of a one world system. Uh, Some scriptures all target a one world system. Uh, Revelation 19.19 says I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. Revelation 19.19 tells us that Satan has clearly aligned the whole world to literally be looking for the coming of Christ, but not to serve him, but to make war with him. What kind of organized one world system could get all the kings of the earth and their armies under the guise of the beast focused on destroying Christ and those that are coming with him? This is an end time one world system agenda. However, none of this is what I feel is of prophetic importance to America. Yes, these things are important and they are a concern with prophecy, but I submit to you that the prophecy over America has never been about politics. Bear with me for a moment. There are a lot of debates on where is America in Bible prophecy. Lots of theologians throughout the centuries have dealt with this 
and have done their best to find America in Scripture. Now, some feel they found America in Scripture. Some feel like they've targeted, but it's very vague. Scholars have racked their brain searching and searching and searching, me included, uh, to try and find America. But, but think with me for a moment. Was America intended to be a superpower in the world system? If so, wouldn't it be obvious like the other superpowers that we clearly see in scriptures? We can clearly see sovereign nations in scripture in the symbolism of all that is happening in the apocalypse and Daniel and Revelation and, 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 and how it's covering these superpowers. But America is so vague. People are stretching to try and find America in Bible prophecy. I want to submit to you, maybe America was not raised up to be a superpower for world domination. Can I submit to you that America may have been raised up to be a superpower for spiritual domination? Historically, we have never seen a power like America rise so quickly. This favor was not for its economical power. It was not for its political power. America has been raised up and has been, can I say, blessed because of its spiritual strength, its spiritual dedication and its spiritual focus. Now, I'm talking about the prophetic calling of America in 1906, the breakout of Azusa Street location, America, which many have called the latter rain which began a windstorm of the revelation of speaking in tongues and a resurgence of the baptism in Jesus name and of holiness. And, and we know God has moved in similar ways all over the world. However, nothing has been so unique with what has happened with America in the last 100 plus years. Revival has ignited the missionary efforts coming out of America that has spanned the whole world. America has sent out missionaries through the church to, to take the truth to the whole world like nowhere else on the planet. America has been a, a leader in missionary efforts globally. The United Pentecostal Church has dedicated itself globally to evangelizing the whole world, the whole gospel to the whole world. Let me ask you, is that not the fulfillment of last day prophecy? Now, I know we talk about uh, the apocalypse and all the things that are going on with what's happening in the end time and all of the, the, the gloom and doom and devastation. But can I tell you, there's another prophecy that we are looking forward to in its last day prophecy. It's the prophecy of evangelism. Can I tell you, America may be in prophecy in more ways than you think. The prophecy of evangelism has been said strongly that it is going to take place in the last days. In the book of Acts chapter one, Jesus said before he ascended, verse number eight, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. Jesus put a prophecy for the last days that we are going to have revival in the uttermost parts of the earth. How is that going to get accomplished? Who's going to be the spearhead of that? In Matthew 24, 14, Jesus paused in speaking about all of the end time disaster that's going to take place. And he said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached 
in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. And this gospel of the kingdom, we're talking about prophecy, but it's an additional kind of prophecy. It shall be preached in all the world as a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. The United Pentecostal Church has made its mission evangelizing the world. We could get to the point where the church is the last bright spot in this country we call America, even in the world. The last hour is not the hour for the enemy. The last hour, I know we have highlights of devastation, but the last hour is the church's hour. We are going to continue this mission. Can I say this word? We're gonna elevate the mission in the last hour. Let's take the mission of evangelism and the miraculous and the power of God to another level. We have no church. We have no choice. Darkness is elevating its presence. Where sin doth abound, we have a promise. Grace does that much more abound. We are seeing the elevation of darkness like never before. And if you if it haven't happened already, it's going to happen. We are going to be challenged by the darkness of this day. The challenge is coming. But Jesus gave us a prophetic word. I know there's going to be apocalypse. I know there's going to be devastation. I know there's going to be end time. But Jesus gave us a prophetic word. He said in John 14 and 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Jesus is literally speaking of the last days. There's going to be a day of greater works. There's going to be a time of greater works. The last day, the church is going to elevate the miraculous. The church is going to elevate evangelism. The church is going to be the prophetic voice that's having revival in the world. It reminds me of Egypt. They kept elevating the miraculous in Egypt. They stood against Moses. They came against Moses, but they kept elevating the miraculous in Egypt. I remember when they kept elevating the miraculous, the enemy tried to impersonate the miraculous. The enemy tried to fabricate the miraculous, but they just kept elevating the miraculous and they elevated it to a point where the enemy could not fabricate it. We are entering the day where Jesus is ready to showcase his church. We're entering a day where Jesus is ready to showcase his church. They can argue with our theology. They can compete with our methods. They can impersonate our discipline. But we have a prophecy of greater works where we're going to elevate the miraculous to where the world has to take notice that truly this is the church of the living God. We are entering into the prophecy time of greater works. Just like in Egypt, the Bible tells us in Exodus 18 in Exodus 8 and 18 and 19. And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice. They tried to impersonate it again, but they could not this time. They had elevated to such a level that they could not impersonate it. That's a prophetic word for the last day church, greater works. So there were lice upon man and upon beasts. Then the mag magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. This is the finger of God. Can I submit to you 
that God is ready to push us to a finale where we're going to elevate the miraculous and we're going to elevate evangelism to such a level that the, the, the fake churches aren't going to be able to impersonate it. The charismatic bunches aren't going to be able to imitate it. We're going to elevate the church to such a level where they will all have to say this is truly the finger of God. The church will prevail. We are going to have last day exponential revival. We can't stop having miraculous services. We can't stop having on fire services. Matter of fact, let's elevate the miraculous. Let's elevate our worship. Let's make a lot of noise in this finale because the church is going to evangelize the world. God is going to back up his church in this hour. Amen. I remember um, as I get ready to close, I remember uh, just a few months ago, we were having incredible prayer and a move of God at the United Nations. And I received a call that one of uh, top representatives at the UN needed to meet with me urgently. And I agreed to meet with him when we went to my office at the United Nations. And when he came into the office, he was distraught. One of the global leaders uh, of our day was distraught. And he said to me, I am having night tears. I am, ha I am in torment. I don't know where this is all coming from. He confessed to me that he has been searching his genealogy and his generationals uh, uh, for generational curses and, uh, and attacks. And he found all kinds of things and he revealed it to me. And he told me, I have searched everywhere. I cannot find any help. I've tried everything and I cannot find any help. And at that moment, the Lord spoke to me and he said, I will deliver him now. Tell him who I am. And that I will deliver him in a matter of seconds and what he could not find answers in all of his searching. And I told him, I said, sir, your excellency, I want to submit to you that us having prayer for you in the name of Jesus. He told me to tell you he will deliver you in seconds. He looked at me in, in such a way of doubt. It was amazing. And I remember talking with him and he said, let's he said, I'm ready. Let's have prayer. I called our team in and when we laid hands on him, he began to manifest a legion of demons all over that office. And the, the screams and the sounds, you would think all people would look in from all around in the other offices, but nobody came in. And he began to uh, tear and, and, and foam all over the floor. And you and the, the team that was with me was was a little shaken. And I just kept praying and praying for him. And in a matter of seconds, just like Jesus said, he was completely delivered and was laid on the ground like he was unconscious. And I said, your excellency, come back to us in Jesus name. He came back to us in Jesus name and said, what happened to me? I said, just like Jesus said, you're free. He said, what do I do now? I said, well, now we've got now that you're free. We need you to be saved. We got in a taxi and, and drove, rushed up to Harlem to, to Pastor Grattan's church and baptize him in Jesus name. He came out of the water speaking in tongues. And that was the level that God is taking his church. People are going to come. They're going to come from everywhere because they're going to have to say, we cannot get help anywhere else in this hour because God is getting ready to showcase his church. The, the prophetic calling for America may not be to be a game changer and a playmaker in the world stage politically. Maybe we are intended 
and we have been called in this country to evangelize the world. Maybe the favor is on us to, to be the hub for global evangelism. Thank you, United Pentecostal Church, for the theme, the whole gospel to the whole world. This is our hour. Let's have great church. God bless you. Thank you for being in my We session. appreciate you tuning in and invite you to review this podcast and share this episode on social media to help spread the good word.